1: life circumstances uniquely affect people differently yet god's love grace and mercy are limitless the good news is god's word is uniquely sufficient he knows what to do in every situation he made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves the bible tells us to trust him lean on him and to acknowledge him whether it's a success a setback or a failure no matter what it is God will order our steps when we depend on Him and Him alone to uniquely perform His good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues.
2: Some folk don't have a foot to put a shoe on. What do you thank, thank God you got a shoe. How sad it is when we diminish ourselves and our potential for Christ by comparing ourselves to others. Which is an insult to Christ. When you compare yourself to others, you are insulting Christ. We cannot glorify Christ while comparing ourselves to other people at the same time and comparing our possessions as well. Somebody get a house? You want to get a house. Somebody get a car? You want to get a nicer car. Somebody get nice cologne? You want. I'm so glad I don't know the names of this stuff, but you want more of that. Furthermore, you cannot maximize the spiritual gifts that our Lord has imparted to you when you have a spirit of comparison. How can you maximize the gift that God has deposited into you if you possess a spirit of comparison? Now, let's transition. Why must believers not compare themselves to others? You need to write every point of this down so you can have some Peace. Why must believers not compare themselves to others? Well, first, comparison will cause you to fail to focus on the reality that you are uniquely you, created in the image of God. Nobody on earth is exactly like you. I don't care if you're twins. You're different. Beloved, you are an original. Say, I am an original You know, you ever have like you know? I saw somebody in the airport, and they look just like you. They want a hair like you. They but they they want you, beloved. You are an original, and there is no one on earth exactly like you. No two snowflakes are alike. No two leaves are alike. No two people are exactly alike. You are uniquely you. So why are you comparing yourself ignorantly? Next, next. comparison causes a spirit of discontentment. I don't compare myself with other preachers because I know I'm not the best preacher in town. I'm not the best preacher in Texas. I'm not the best preacher in this world. The people who can (laughs) preach rings around me, I remember, thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me of this. Old man, Claude Black. Y'all remember him from, how many of y'all remember him? He was just a legendary preacher. One of my mentors years, years ago. Many of you who've come along later, you don't know him, but I went to his house, and one of the last days before he went home to be with the Lord, uh, he said, Draper. I said, yeah. He said, come back here. He was on his bed, and he'd be dying soon. He said, come back here. And I came back by his bedside. He'd pre- he said, I want to tell you something. I said, well, what do you want, Pastor. He said, "I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I, I just... I'm, but I'm glad to tell you anyway." I said, "Well, go. Say, you can you hurt my feelings. That's okay." He said, "I know a whole. I, I've been all over this country. I've preached all over this country, and I've heard great tears. And I know a whole lot of preachers that can out preach you." I said, "I agree with that." And I didn't know where he was going. And then at the end, he said, but I don't know one of all the pastors I know that can out pastor you. And that's what he said. Now you can leave. And that was so strange that he was And you know what? He died later thereafter. And some folk, some folk can preach, but they can't pastor. And some folk can pastor, but they can't preach. Some pastors are good preachers, but they're not good administrators. They need a whole lot of help. (laughs) And that's okay. You know, if you're weak at something, strengthen your weaknesses by having people around you that can make up for those weaknesses. That's what I do. Just ask my staff. They'll tell you I'm high maintenance. It's okay. I don't plan to do it all. Oh, (laughs) I don't plan to do it all. I know what I can't do. And I stay in my lane. I don't I'm bad in some things, and I put gifted people around me. You know, and I'm not jealous because they can do it better than me. I, I was looking at it some time I did with my ministry assistant. I messed with them, we get playful. some time I say, you know, I sure wish I could type like you and do that. And look how you moved in and you tap, move, and now you know I, I'm never calling names for for the sake of radio and stuff. And I said, you how you do all this? And I said, I wish I could do that. and They said, well, Pastor Drape, if you did, then we wouldn't have a job. I say, well, you know, you got a good point, so maybe I'll just stay deficient. But, uh, but, uh, know your strengths. Don't be upset. I don't. I, I just say, God, whatever I don't have, you made the difference. That's called the body of Christ. Comparison causes us to be discontent. Next, comparison causes us to develop unrealistic expectations of yourself. It causes you to develop unrealistic expectations of yourself and you're trying to reach and be something that you're not and, and you're exasperating yourself when, you, when you, you shouldn't be doing that at all. So, that, that's another reason for, un, uh, for comparison. Another reason we must not compare ourselves with others because God equips each of us differently. God equips each of us differently. We don't have this. So you know, I, t- so I talked to my administrative assistant people. I'm asking, man, I wish I could do that like that. I just I'm just amazed at how you can do that and all that. And then someone said, Well, I'm just amazed that you preach like you do. You just so you know, you latch back here and you you study, you do things and we assisting and do that. But then you get up there and preach the word. I can't do that. I can't it? God gave you a preaching gift, and uh, and we need to be thankful for how God has gifted us. And the worst place to be is to be where you don't belong. Is <laughs> to be where you don't belong. When you're in the will of God, you're content. When you're in the right church, you're content. You're in the right job, you're content. Content. You can't throw. By the way, and don't throw everybody away that you're discontented with. I don't like my mother-in-law. Out. I don't like my husband. Out. I don't like. <laughs> it just go on and on. I don't like the church. You don't leave, but you stay. Tada. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, yeah. Settle down. Be thankful for how God has gifted. You, you, are fearfully and wonderfully made. Wow, wow! Listen. Next, uh, we must not compare ourselves to others because our life experiences and circumstances are different. Because our life experiences and circumstances are different, you know, we come from different backgrounds, ethnicities. You know, I, I, I can't speak Spanish, but when I'm around Mario and then I I try and he helps me out with these words, but it takes me a long time to catch on to those things. And uh and then he can get up here and just move around and all, the, all those things and he's with, him, he's with the translation ministry and then he's over here with the Sunday school and the Spanish ministry and all that stuff. But that's good that's where he belongs, that's his area. He knows Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> We got people come in and have counseling issues and they only speak Spanish. Then we got other Spanish people who can counsel in Spanish and we yoke them up and do those things. That's called healthy body ministry. Different backgrounds, experiences, circumstances. Our, you know what we shouldn't compare? Our education and skill sets are different. I, some of y'all sing and everybody run away. And, and other folks sing, and they want, you, they want an encore. They want an encore. Uh, uh, our education and skill sets are different. Uh, comparison causes us not to be grateful for what God has blessed us with. You know, when you compare, you become most ungrateful. Most ungrateful. And it takes away the spirit of gratitude. And then last but not the least, we must not compare ourselves to others because God's plan for everyone is not the same. God has a plan for you. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for me. He has a plan for you. And he has a plan for that child. And, and never never tell a child you're not going to add up to nothing. You're dummy, you are stupid, you are ignorant. You, I mean, don't, don't crush that child. Do you realize they will remember that the rest of their lives? And that becomes weight? Even if you can't apologize, it's just Satan makes sure it agitates and just hangs around and hangs around. Not everybody is the same, God has a different plan for everybody. God brought me to San Antonio. He's gonna take somebody else to Washington D.C. He's gonna take somebody else to California. He's gonna take somebody else to North Dakota. I don't know why, but he's gonna take somebody to North Dakota. <laughs> you know, he's gonna take people. You know, if God said go around to go to North Dakota, I said, "Oh God, help me to obey you." I would need a clothing drive first, <laughs> but I'd go. I'd go. You know, that's why some of you can't get anywhere in the kingdom. Because you won't put stipulations on God. I'll serve you if. Your service to God is conditional. But you know what true servanthood is? True servanthood says, Lord, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll say, whatever you want me to say. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll be whatever you want me to be. I surrender right now. I'm totally yours. And when you adapt that attitude of of heart, Your eyes have not seen and your ears have not heard. The great things our Lord has in store for you. Now, some of y'all want big things for God. And some of y'all believe God. You bless your food. You say your prayers. And you do all of those things. But you still cut him short. You just give him just enough of you. Just enough. Just enough. Because it's really about more of you. It's really about your wants, your desires, your way. And God can't take you to that next level. I'm so glad. I'm I'm in the call of God for my life. My wife and I are content, and you give your best service in the ministry of contentment. Then last but but not the least, and we're done. Listen, contentment comes from knowing that God is in control. That means wherever you find yourself in life, the Lord will see you through. Contentment comes from knowing that God is in what? Control, which means that wherever you find yourself in life, he will see you through. A great scripture that you're quite familiar with, but sometimes that's the problem. You get so familiar with certain scriptures until it no longer speaks to your heart, is Romans eight twenty eight? And we know for those who love God, all things work together for good. That's the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, the warts and all for those who are called according to his purpose. Beloved, we must be determined to live our lives knowing that our God is on the throne. Our God is in complete, total control, and he rules and overrules in the affairs of people as well as governing authorities which should create contentment within us knowing he's in control. You don't sweat. You don't get nervous. You, you, don't, you don't walk around with a spirit of bitterness and anger and trying to figure life out, all that stuff. You, you know, do your best, give your best, follow the word of God, then release it to Jesus because he's on the throne Refuse to allow the border crisis, refuse to allow politics, refuse to allow mass shootings, the drug crisis, the opioids, an unstable economy. Refuse to allow the rising cost of living, marital challenges. Refuse to allow difficult children, issues on your job. Refuse to allow wars and rumors of wars. It's right where we are now. Health challenges and financial stress to overwhelm you. Why? Because you know that my God is in control. Those of you who are in a hard place right now, And I'm talking to somebody through live stream, radio ministry, television ministry, here in person. Some of you under my voice, you're in a very, very difficult place. And you're trying to figure out how on this side of heaven is God going to work this out. If you stress and if you worry over those things, It indicates that you have forgotten that God is sovereign. You have forgotten that he is in ultimate control. You must also refuse to respond by not giving financially to God because of what might happen to you. Well, I can't give to God. The gas may get higher. My rent may get higher. My mortgage, my taxes may get higher. Uh, The food, it is going to get higher. All these folk moving here, new companies moving here. You only got so much land. God is not really making any more land. Are you, is he making, if he makes more land, let me know. But not to my knowledge. You know, with all of that happening, yes, things are going to go up. It's going to get more expensive because life happens since we know that our God is on the throne and is in complete control over world events, you must realize that anything that happens to you has already been sifted through the hands of God. (laughs) Already been sifted through the hands of God and nothing catches God by surprise. Nothing by accident. You say, God, you knew this? He said, yes, I knew that. I knew that a billion years ago. I'm not stressing if I now when God stressed, then you really got a problem. <laughs> Let me give you some closing words. You don't have to write these down. Just listen. In closing, in the times in which we live. If you're going to survive the time and be victorious in the time, trust Christ. Trust Christ. If you're going to survive in times like these, never let go of your faith. Hold on to your faith. Keep on hoping. Keep on trusting. Keep on believing. Look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. If you're going to survive the times in which we live, press on. Don't stop living. Keep moving forward. Ask God to give you strength. Even if you don't know what you're doing, ask God just one day at a time. You say, a day is too much, then Lord, one hour at a time. Press on. Somebody, say press on. on. Shake somebody's hand next to you and tell them to press on. Press on. Press on. Never give up. Never give up. Don't throw the towel in on your life. Don't commit suicide. Don't quit the church because this happened or that happened or someone said you didn't like. When you get to the next stop, they're gonna say more you don't like. Press on. Press on. Press on through the wind. Press on through the rain. Press on through the storm. Press on. God's got it all in control. Press on. Ha! Press on. Press on. Don't you stop till you transition to heaven to be with the Lord and all God's children said God bless you Father I've done my best in this three part financial series quite different much of what was said people didn't even expect (laughs) But it's your word. Help us to not be picky with what we receive in the house of God. Just like children want the sugar, but they don't want the spinach you got some saints. Well, I like what he said for this, but I didn't like what he said for that. I'm going to take this, but I ain't going. I don't agree with that. Oh, God, please deliver us from that kind of spirit. Because the truth be told, it's satanic. It's satanic. It's a satanic spirit that has infiltrated many of the lord's churches and so many people don't even realize they are the problem father i've come too long i've lived too long i've passed too long to shut up now i'm so glad that i don't have to answer to these people Because they're your people. But I got an answer to you. And I want to hear you say, servant, well done. That's all that matters. I'm not here to please people. They don't have a heaven or hell to send me to. But you, Lord God Almighty, will destroy both body and soul in hell. Help us to search ourselves and confront the issue of ourselves, so that you can maximize yourself through us in the perilous times in which we live. In Jesus' name, we pray. And all God's children said, "Amen, you here today? God spoke. I gave you my best." because i love you that much i don't really think you know how much my wife and i love you with a with a very genuine christ centered love i love you when you do i love you when you don't i love you at your best i love you at your worst we love you because you're god's children you're god's children and i love you all the same and i have to tell you the truth You can't get to heaven until you first come to Jesus. The Bible says in Acts 16, 31, believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, you you need to trust him today. Tonight is not promised to you, not to mention tomorrow. God brought you here to hear this message. Your presence today is not an accident. God ordered your presence. You came and you heard. Now the decision is, what are you going to do with it? You're not an accident. And God is saying, come home, my child. Come home. Or perhaps you know Jesus, but you don't have a church home. You've just kind of been meandering around, moving around, but you haven't parked anywhere so that you can grow and be nourished. A place where you can have as a refuge, a place of healing, a place of hope, a place where you're going to hear the truth. Even if you don't like it, you swallow it, that you be made whole. That's the kind of church you want to be in. You don't want a feel good message. You want a truthful message that's going to set your Soul free. You come to Jesus and watch him work miracles in
1: your life. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit MaranathaSA.org, where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109.